for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud. This is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can find that Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. And if you go to AmericaOutloud.com, you'll notice the thousands of articles and podcasts updated daily, including After Dark with Robin Andrews' entire archive of shows since we've been on America Out Loud. We've got hundreds of shows up there, uh, lots of good stuff to go check out over at AmericaOutloud.com. We've got a lot of news to discuss and a short time to do so, so we're just going to get right into it and talk about this recent incident with Tyree Nichols actually took place on January 10th, but the uh, body cam footage was just recently released, and it has caused quite the uproar, as it probably should. I mean, I'm a guy that's been consistent, that uh, thinks that Derek Chauvin did not kill George Floyd. I think George Floyd overdosed. I did not see um, any excessive action from Chauvin, in my opinion. But this case here in Memphis is much different. If you watch the video, this is clearly like a gang assault with these officers just attacking uh, this black kid. And it's sad to watch. One thing I will say, though, is the kid did not comply with the police officers. And that's always my rule of thumb. If you comply, you will not die. I don't think I've yet to seen a video of a police officer just killing someone that's not resisting arrest. It's over. Always a situation of someone resisting arrest or just a random accident like the Breonna Taylor case where they shot into the room and ended up hitting her. But this Tyrus Nichols situation, um, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes from here. I saw some looting in Memphis, um, a lot of protests, not much violence and rioting as of yet, but I would not be surprised if things change. Rob, what are your thoughts on this body cam footage that we've seen on Mr. Nichols in Memphis? I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. And as you said, we just want to just get right into the uh, subject matter. I think what happened to Mr. Nichols, Tyree Nichols, is most unfortunate. This is an incident whereby clearly the police five black officers. They weren't white. They were black. Tyree Nichols was black. Tyree Nichols was 29. I know you mentioned him as being a kid. He's a grown man. He's 29 years old. What happened to him should not have happened. Apparently, he was on his way home. And this is just what we've been told so far. He was about, I think, a, a mile away from his home. They stopped him, the police. They said, get out of the car. They pulled him out. He said, what have I done? He didn't want to get out. I think he was going to try to run. They stopped him. And from there onward, it was complete chaos. These five black officers humbled him. They pepper sprayed him. They kicked him. They beat the living daylights out of this black man. Five black police officers from Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee is predominantly black. They have a black sheriff. At one point, they had a black mayor, but I think the current mayor now is white. But Memphis is a, a liberal place. I used to live in Memphis for about a, a couple of seconds. But Memphis, Tennessee, where Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. Memphis, Tennessee, the home of the blues, Bill Street. Five black police officers 
beat the living daylights of an out of an unarmed black man, Tyree Nichols. Now, I just want that to marinate because I didn't say five white. I didn't say that the person that they killed was white. And what I'm trying to get at is that this has nothing to do with race. I don't care what people say, nothing to do with race whatsoever. This has to do with humanity and the lack of it that was shown to Tyree Nichols. Five black police officers killed an unarmed, from what we're hearing right now, black man. Now, I know you said, Andrew, your rule of thumb is, you know, you comply, live to see another day. And I agree with that. But I don't know what in the heck this guy did to deserve such a beating by five black police officers. Right. And I remember a time in this country where you were innocent until proven guilty. Now you're guilty until proven innocent with our media. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if maybe more does come out in the case, because right now it is not looking good for these police officers. And it's hard to even think of anything that would justify uh, their behavior. But um, I guess the next step is just waiting to see what their defense is, because it's not looking good. I don't care what the guy I mean, if he slapped one of them. OK, that's not right. But to give him the beating that they gave him and in one of the uh, video clips and I just saw this. I think it was right before we came on air tonight, of this man, Tyree, up against the car. They had propped him up against the car, and this man was brutally beaten. I, I, I know what the problem is. I know what part of the problem is here. For one, I think these police officers, they were all, I mean, and I'm not giving them any excuses. Please don't think that. I think it was a heightened situation. Adrenaline was running. And they were signing their lives away. Right. What could you have possibly done? What could this guy have possibly done for you five guys? I mean, these were big police officers. Granted, they said that Nichols was, uh, I think, 6'3". But he was a skinny little man compared to these big police officers. And there were five of them. Mm -hmm. Andrew, it was brutal. And like you said, we're all innocent until proven guilty. Five black police officers, one black man. This has to make you believe that there's something that led up to this to make these officers so angry. Maybe perhaps that they're just dealing with so many calls every day in the black community there in Memphis that these officers have just gotten to the point where they've snapped and this is how they handle things now, which is not right. And definitely something needs to be done about it, but just trying to think of the reasoning behind putting a beating on someone like that, when your job as a police officer, um, it's just hard to come up with answers. Right. Because they're, like I said, I think I know what happened. The situation was heightened. These guys, they overreacted. The adrenaline was rushing and, he wasn't listening to them. They said, give me your hand, give me your arm. They couldn't do it. And the maze. Now, when you're arresting a person, and that's something else, what has happened in our society? One thing is that the media has tried to sanitize what an arrest should look like. 
And some arrest, people will comply. They put their arms behind their back, and there are others whereby they don't. But there is a message here that we need that needs to be taken away. We keep saying defund the police and the police need training and the police this and the police that. When doctors, there are doctors that are out there, and I hate making this analogy, but we have to. There are doctors out there that are sued for malpractice. There are nurses. Their corporations are sued. Lawyers are sued. It runs the gamut. In different professions, people are sued. And you don't hear the media or people marching saying, we need to, they need better training. We need to defund the doctors. We need to defund the nurses. We need to defund corporations. We need to this. It's only when it's police officers. And you know why? Because the woke white culture, liberals, and the bougie blacks, activists, that have an agenda to tear down all the institutions in society that requires law and order. They want to tear it down. And you look at like a job like a doctor, if you get medical malpractice, you might get your license taken away or you might get sued. But look at Officer Kim Potter's case. She just made a mistake and it's cost her her life. She's in prison now. Um, These cops are just held to a different standard than any other profession. If you mess up at your job, you could go to prison if you're a police officer. You could go to prison. And you look at New York City, you look at Chicago, you look at California, you have a lot of police officers that are looking the other way. They don't want to arrest anyone because they're afraid. And if they do arrest them, they're so frustrated that the creep is going to be back out on the streets. Just in New York City, they arrested some teens for stealing. They're back out on the streets. Look at what happened in uh, Louisiana. Those guys that allegedly they said raped this girl and she got hit by a car and she's dead. Well, they arrested them and now they're back out on the streets. What gives here? So you have all this tension that's building up. You have the media that's not reporting the truth. They want to label all police officers as being racist, white supremacists, whereas in Memphis, Tennessee, we saw that's not the case. These were five black police officers that killed a black man. There's no, it has nothing to do with race. And people say, well, it does because, you know, in the black community, there's an element that there's violence. And it's true. We've got to admit it. Look at New York City when Mayor Bloomberg, not Mayor Bloomberg, but Giuliani came on board. He said, we're going to look at those neighborhoods that have high crime and unfortunately it was the black neighborhoods and when he knocked down the crime kicked it out the blacks were appreciative but then you had the bougie blacks and when i say bougie it means the blacks that have their noses up in the air like barack obama and michelle obama tyler perry and oprah winfrey they didn't like that because they liked the criminal element in the black community but the people living in the black community they don't like it so they applauded giuliani when he came in and eradicated the crime from their community Bloomberg came in and he did the same thing. De Blasio came in and it all went down in flames. Crime is all over New York City. People are stealing and killing and they're getting out of jail. Look at Eric Adams, who thinks he can be the president. Eric Adams cannot be the president. He's a two-bit wannabe politician who needs to take care of the crime here in New York City. And I know that they're saying, oh, subway crime is down. It is not down. I ride the subway. It is still up. And it will remain up until we get rid of those radicals like Eric Adams and all the other bougie blacks and woke white liberals. Why did what happened in Memphis, Tennessee take place? You look no farther than the policies of the Democrats. That's why it happened. Because it would not have happened had those five black police officers had proper training as opposed to being told, we need to defund you. We need to get rid of you. 
And you should also know a little history about Memphis, Tennessee. At one point, about two decades ago, they made a concerted effort to attract more officers of color, more minorities. They wanted to bring them in. Okay. And they brought them in, but did they get the proper training? When you look across the board and you look at police officers, a majority of the police officers are minorities. Now, you have some that are white in the all white communities, but a majority of the law enforcement agencies are minorities, be it black, Hispanic, Jamaican, or Asian. And that's a good thing. But are they getting the necessary training or are they constantly being fed a diet of we don't like you, we hate you? Look at what happened during the summer of 2020 and 2021 when we had white Antifa. And by the way, just in case you don't know who Antifa is, Antifa, they are the offsprings of these elite white woke liberals and these bougie black liberals. They come together and they destroy cities. So right now, Memphis is thinking, is Antifa going to come? Well, Antifa is already, they've already bought their tickets and they're planning on coming. Why isn't Antifa in jail? Why are we throwing in the Proud Boys? Why are we putting the Proud Boys in jail? What's the difference? I'll tell you the difference. Antifa, as I said, are the offsprings of these liberal, white, woke, wokesters and black bougie people. So they give a free reign. So they're out there beating up the police officers, like I said, in New York City, when we had the, the, the they weren't protests, they were riots. They were up in police officers' faces, spitting at them, cursing at them, saying, you're not going to do anything to me. Now, if a police officer had hauled off and slapped the living daylights out of one of them, oh, we don't believe this. Memphis, Tennessee took place because of the woke policies that we have. Because had those black officers had the training and respected life, it would have never happened. But as you mentioned, you look at Kim Potter. She's sitting in jail right now for a mistake. A mistake pulling out the wrong weapon as opposed to pulling out her shotgun. She pulled out a gun and she shot him. And immediately she knew it was over. Had I been a judge, I would have said, no, this was a mistake. It's most unfortunate. But I'm not going to take away her life because the life of a criminal has expired. I'm not going to do it. We cannot live life this way. We It's time to expect, it's time to accept responsibility. It's time to look at the root cause of these problems. Now, I know that a lot of people, when they heard about this, they were thinking, oh, they were white officers. They were white officers. And a lot of folks in the media, they wanted them to be white officers. But they weren't. They were black. And because of that, they're looking for another reason why. It's still racism. It's systemic racism. It's institutional racism. It's built in that black people are bad. No, that's not built in. That's just a reality that in certain communities, you have a criminal element, and it happens to be black. You go to a white community that is depressed, and you will have a criminal activity there. What do you think the KKK came from? Oppressed Democrats. Who felt that, oh, we got these black people that are taking over. And why did that happen? Because of the policies, the liberal policies, giving preferential treatment to one group and not the other. We've got to accept the damage that we have done here that is caused by the Democrat Party. No, Republicans didn't do it. I'm not going to lie about it. They did not do it. Now, you got some of those woke Republicans who are actually Democrats, Andrew. Probably had a hand in it. But for the most part, a lot of these policies have been handed down by the Democrats. Memphis is a Democrat city. It's a big city in the South. Like I said, predominantly black. And who else is from Tennessee? Al Gore, who's on his airplane talking about, we're going to all die because of climate change. 
Where is he? Why is he there trying to bring calm and peace and try to see through this? Well, he can't because he's too busy hoping that they were white police officers, but they were black. Al Sharpton, Ben Crump. Oh, we knew that Al Sharpton, he's not going to miss a moment to come there. But I remember some years ago here in New York City, a black man was on the island, Long Island. He went to a club. And I think his girlfriend was white. And these, New York City remind you, liberal New York City, and these white guys put a beating on him and they, and they killed him. And Al Sharpton came out because he wanted to organize some type of rally as always. And the boy's parents say, not today, I'm sorry, not today. No, we don't want you. And that was the best decision they made because they got justice. And those white liberal fiends went to jail and rightfully so. It's not always good to have your name attached to Al Sharpton. You got to be careful of Al Sharpton because when you think he's going to do the right thing, he's not going to. He's more divisive than bringing people together. Again, five black police officers killed a black man. Not the narrative that the left wants you to know about. Not the narrative that the media, the dangerous media, that will not report accurately the truth. They have failed us. And as former President Trump said, they are an enemy to the people. They are a threat. They are extremely dangerous because they cannot report the news accurately. They cannot be fair and balanced. And it is up to us to do our research. And look into what exactly happened and why is it that the media is constantly trying to divide us? Why won't they call out Antifa? Why don't they say, Antifa, we don't want you here in Memphis, Tennessee, as opposed to saying, oh, what's going to happen? It's a tinderbox. It's going to explode. They want it to explode so they can change the narrative. Look at what happened in Atlanta. Antifa, the governor of Atlanta, Governor Kemp has said he's declared a state of emergency because Antifa, the children of white woke liberals and bougie blacks, have descended upon the area and they're destroying the city, Atlanta, because they don't want a police academy built there. Why don't you? The academy will train the police officers how to behave. And in Atlanta, a majority of the people are black. So no, you don't want blacks to have jobs? I guess not. Look at what Stacey Abrams did when she had the All-Star game to leave Atlanta after she lost about voter suppression and they went to lily white colorado we will take this up on the other side of the break but we must be woke and understand what these knuckleheads are doing you tuned into after dark with robin andrew which is available monday through friday at the brand new time slot of 10 p.m eastern 9 p.m central or 7 p.m on the west coast we're available on america out loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday, as I said, be sure to tune in to After Dark and all the other great shows over at AmericaOutloud.com. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrews. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. 
Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on americaoutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. And we're back going after dark with Rod and Andrew. And tonight's subject is five black police officers killing a black man. When we look back over the past couple of years, few years, decades, and when we talk about police brutality, for some reason, the liberal media, they like to couch it or to frame it, the narrative, and say that these officers oftentimes white, so they report on it, are attacking black men. And that black men, their lives don't matter. And and I find it interesting because in society as a whole, the lives of black men doesn't matter. The lives of men, men's lives don't matter because the liberal woke group tell us that they're toxic. So I find it interesting that when a man is attacked so viciously, violently, all at once their life matters. Now, look at the irony there. They say that the men are toxic, but then when a perceived wrong has been brought against them, it's like, oh my God, this is horrible. Our black men have been threatened. But when you look overall, you look at the Biden administration, black men don't count. They don't like black men. Look at what what's her face, Auntie Maxine said, black men were disappointed in you because you voted for Trump. You voted Republicans. So they dismiss black men. You look at the Biden administration. Is there a black man at a senior level position? Now I'm not talking about the trans men, because those aren't men. Okay. No, there, there aren't any. You see black women, trans and trans people. Why? What, what, what is the message they're telling us? Are they telling us that black men are bad? Black men are toxic? Black men can't be trusted? Black men aren't good to serve the country? Black men shouldn't be in these positions? What exactly are they telling us? Now, I know that there's Lloyd Austin, that they roll him out, who's the Secretary of Defense, I think, and he's a, doing a horrible job. He's getting us into more wars. Like if he's approved the funding of uh, these war vehicles to Ukraine, It's because of Lord Austin that we left Afghanistan with our legs between our tails and 13 soldiers were killed, a beta male, and we know the chief beta male is Barack Obama. 
but I don't want to, you know, deviate from the topic. But yet still, it rings true as to the life of a black man. It seems as if though the only time we want to pay attention to it is when someone has killed a black man. Trayvon Martin, Eric Garner, Michael Brown, Freddie Gray. And who can forget the biggest one of them all, George Floyd. George Floyd is not a hero. George Floyd is not a civil rights icon. So we should not put him up there as your so-called president, President Biden, would like to say. George Floyd did something wrong. What happened to him, I believe that should not have happened. Derek Chauvin should have removed his knee from the man's neck. The same way all these liberal white people should remove their knees from black people's neck and holding them down and having them to think that we got your back when in actuality you don't. Because if you had our back, Tyree would still be with us today. If you had our back, Mr. Nichols would not be dead because you would have made certain that those police officers have the training that they need. But instead, you want to defund the police. You want to run around saying defund the police because this makes us feel good. Defund the police for what? See, no one ever thought about it from that angle. No one ever looked at it. And to me, that's the only way you can look at this. You defund the police. You take away the training. You have cops that are out there that are inexperienced. Five black officers killed one black man. But we got the left looking for racism. They're looking to say, wait a minute, we can say it was institutional racism. We can say that the, the, that the way society is presented is that black men are bad. Well, who's doing that? Who's control of those images? Movie theaters. Who's in control of the movie theaters? White liberals. Let's just be honest. Let's break it down. Let's just put it all out on the table. Who's responsible for those negative images? What black man has a high official job in the Biden administration? Whenever they're talking about black men, it's to lamblast them, denigrate them, that they're no good. That wasn't Trump. Trump didn't do it. Absolutely not. Trump was right there in the thick of it. He made certain that all those black men who were in jail because of policies by the Democrats were coming out of jail. But yet and still, the media didn't want to talk about it. They didn't want to talk about those second chance uh, act that he had created. When he had that meeting at the White House with all those black men, proud black men who were giving another chance, out speaking and saying, it's because of you. Oh, they didn't want to talk about it. And then there was one black guy who reached out to Barack Obama when he was in jail and said, hey, can you get me out? I made a mistake. Barack Obama didn't even look at the letter, but Trump did. And you know what? The media didn't even want to talk about it. They pretended as though it did not exist. No, I don't know if the brother voted for Trump or not, but he said, hey, thank you for what you did. Look at ASAP Rocky when he was in jail. And what did Trump do? Trump reached out and said, can you guys let him out? Get him out. Had Brittany Griner done the same thing, she probably wouldn't have been in jail that period of time. But she was waiting for old Sleepy Joe. So just look at the compare and contrast. Defund the police and this is what you get. Five black police officers killing a black man. But no one wants to look at it that way because we're trying to find, maybe it's institutional racism. Maybe they, 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 they created this perception that black men are bad, but who created the perception? Liberals. Who's allowing this to happen? You look around you, black man commits a crime and we let them go. We let them out because, oh, it was systemic racism, institutional racism, and they're trying to deal with what they were dealing with well, they were, they're dealing with your shit that you created. 
That's what's happening. You look at our schools, black men dropping out of schools. Why? Because they can't identify. There's no one there that they can identify with. There are no teachers there that are helping them. And the teachers that are there are trying to push down this, well, you know, you might be gay, you might be binary, or you might be this. They don't want to hear that. And then you have these church, big box churches like Jamal Bryant, who's coming out saying, well, you know, in order to attract black men to church, we're going to open up marijuana dispensaries. Really? How about helping them get a job in something that's legitimate? Well, we've legitimized marijuana. Oh, okay, really? But what about these other corporate jobs? I mean, it's, that's the problem right there. It's the institution that has been created to look down on black men as if though they're nothing, they're nobodies. But it's not just black men. It's all men because the left, they don't like any of the men. They feel as if though we can go without men. I don't know what Biden is. I mean, he claims to be a man, but I don't know. We know that his son, <laughs> his son is every bit of a man. We've seen him in action, mocking up prostitutes and strippers and everything else. But all these other beta males, oh, my God. So do you actually think black men can identify with that? Absolutely not. That's the reason why they were driven to Trump. Because he was a man's man. He was more like, here's the opportunity. Open up your own business. During COVID, you had these black men. Then black men really came out because they owned barbershops. They owned their own business. Saying, hey, I'm doing my own thing. I don't want to shut down. While the Democrats shut it down, shut it down. We don't care about them because they're not voting for us. We're in favor of black women. And if you're a natural black woman, oh, we don't care about you. We want the trans. We want the, the exotic women. That's the reason why we have the problems that we have now. That is what led us to where we are with five black police officers to kill one black man. No respect of life. Because they didn't get the necessary training because we were too busy trying to defund the police. Really? This is where we are. They were looking around trying to figure out who, who do we blame, and I can't believe this. And that poor mother having to bury her son. In one video, I heard the guy crying out, wanting his mom. I mean, that brought chills through my body. I'm like, whoa. Now, I know they said the same thing of, uh, what's his name? The, George Floyd. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what happened to George Floyd again, because I wanted to, the record to be clear, was unfortunate. Okay. But they said that he was calling for his mom. Uh, maybe he was, but it just didn't resonate with me the way this young man resonated with me with this 29-year-old man who, from what I could see, had done absolutely nothing. Maybe he was resisting. Maybe he didn't want them to handcuff him, but the beating that they gave him, no, that was that was uncalled for. Now, I'm not saying that what happened to George Floyd was called for, but George Floyd did. He was known to walk on the wild side and have a little bit of something-something in his system, which probably caused him to act the way he did. We can't confuse the two. There are clear differences, but the media won't tell you that. But on After Dark with Robin Andrew, oh, we're going to tell it, and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to dissect it because there is a difference. And like I said, we can blame what happened with these cops on the lack of funding that they did not get the training. They were in their own community. And then to brutalize a member of their own community. Now, we don't know if these cop officers knew this guy. No, that would be interesting if it were to come out that he knew them and that maybe there was some retaliation. We don't know. But we have to look at every angle here to get to the genesis to figure out what went wrong other than the fact that the left has been preaching defund the police, Cori Bush, 
Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, all of these liberals have been saying defund the police. Barack Obama even said we need to reimagine the police. Ilhan Omar said the same thing. And we know why she said it, because she's from a country that just going rooting all just completely in chaos. So, of course, she wants the United States to be in chaos while she's protected with police officers. Cory Bush talking about, I need to protect my black body. I need security. Oh, yeah, but you want to defund the police so that they can't get the necessary training? You know, just, just imagine had these black police officers had the training that they needed, the proper training. Maybe, just maybe, this wouldn't have happened. But we're too busy trying to cut corners here and cut corners there. And where is the money going to when we defund the police? Oh, well, we're going to give it to the illegal aliens. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, we've got to give it to them. But they, it's not their taxpayer dollars. Oh, who cares? we got to give it to them because we're going to secretly try to get them to vote. And if we get them to vote for Democrat, oh, we'll stay in power. But what about the crime? Oh, we don't care about the crime. As long as we can stay in power and people can't connect the dots. They can't connect the dots because the media won't report on it. And as we said in one of our shows, if the media doesn't report on it, report on it, does it mean it doesn't exist? If a tree falls in the forest, if there's no one there to hear the crash, does it mean that there was no noise? Well, apparently so here, because the media won't tell you that when we're defunding the police, we're rerouting that money. We're going to give this money to illegal aliens, as opposed to training police officers, giving them top-notch training. Or better yet, take that money and send it to Ukraine so that we could train their officers at how to fight Russia and how to protect their borders. But our borders are wide open. So we got five rogue police officers who were probably lacking in the training that they needed. Then we have a black sheriff there in Memphis who probably doesn't know what she's doing, but she's trying. But she just got there because people said it was time to have someone like of her in power. Now, just imagine had that been a black sheriff. I wonder how he would have presented this, how he would have looked at it. I mean, there's so many elements here that we have to look at, that we have to consider. You got at the top, and I'm not against women being at the top. I'm not against strong black women. Why do we even have to say strong black women? We don't say strong white women. We don't say strong Asian women. But see, that's what the media has put out there. This right. is what you need to say. It's ridiculous, Andrew. Yeah, and these Memphis police officers, um, the ones that are left, um, definitely they're, my prayers are with them because they're going to have a really tough job with their community so against them right now. I'm talking about the innocent ones that were not involved in this incident. Um, it's just a really unfortunate situation for them. They're going to have to deal with all this backlash, all this vile hatred from the community, and the media just stirring things up. So, uh, the five police officers that beat this guy to death are going to cause a lot of problems for all the other police officers on that force who are law-abiding citizens who go out and do their job day in and day out. And now they're going to get so much slander and hatred and uh, stuff like that from their community. It's just really sad to see the entire situation. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Rob and I did, and we we're so happy we tried Healthy Cell. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Try Healthy Cell REM sleep. Get some great sleep at night. You don't have to go to the store and pick up all these different sleeping pills. All 
All you need is Healthy Cell Rim Sleep. It works great. You can go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and save 25% off with the code OUTLOUD. And if you're not happy, they will refund your order. You can go to HealthyCell.com, use the promo code OUTLOUD to save 25% off your first order. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrews. I can tell you, one of the greatest pathophysiologic drivers for tiredness and fatigue during the day is poor quality sleep at night. People always focus on how long they slept, but they never think about the quality. And to improve the quality, there's a terrific product. That's the Healthy Cell REM Sleep Supplement. And what I tell friends and family and patients is take it every night consistently. Uh, it comes in a continue, like a, a convenient bioabsorbable gel pack. Uh, take it right before you go to bed. Take the gel pack, brush your teeth, go to bed. Its effects are nearly instantaneous, and patients get a well-rested sleep continuously, day after day, week after week, month after month, and then that daytime tiredness and fatigue melts away when there's a greater restful sleep the night before. So give it a try. Go to uh, healthycell.com and in the promotional code type in out loud for 20% off your order. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. It was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, Lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrews for the final half of the show. And we're going to start off talking about this Paul Pelosi video that has recently been released. And uh, liberals use this as some kind of justification that Paul Pelosi was really attacked, which if you go back and listen to our show, we never disputed for a moment that he was actually attacked. What we disputed was the circumstances that led up to the attack. And to me, there's still a lot of questions up in the air, and that video did not prove much. I know when someone breaks into my home, I'm not going to go make a scotch and uh, start drinking with him. 
And that's what happened when the police came in. Paul Pelosi had a scotch in his hand. And uh, the other hand, of course, they were um, tug of warring over the hammer. Still could have been some kind of dispute to me. And you look at this uh, DUI that he previously had. Someone was in the car. Perhaps another uh, young man from what we hear. Uh, I don't think this video really proves anything. You can even hear the police officers when they're walking up saying, what is going on here? Uh, to me, this just uh, brought in a whole new line of questions. Rob, what were your thoughts on the Paul Pelosi body cam footage? And uh, do you think Democrats should be taking a big victory lap over this? Well, no, I think this just it, it keeps going into what we're talking about tonight. Police officers and the training and what they have and what they don't have. But the other thing that I'm looking at about this is that this, even the Paul Pelosi, the video that was released, and Tyree Nichols, the way they were released, it was as if though we were waiting for some major movie release to come out, movie production, some movie uh, that they had created. The way the media had presented this. Like, oh, my God, no, we're finally going to get the Nancy Pelosi video, her husband, and what really happened. And they, they said they're going to release it at this time. And then the same thing with Trey Nichols. It's going to be released. And what you see here, you're not going to believe your eyes. It's just beyond comprehension. And I'm like, wait a minute. Why are they building these two videos, the release of these videos, by police stations as being some major blockbuster production? This is where we are in society now. One, we have a black man that was killed by five black police officers. And then the other, we have Nancy Pelosi, the former Speaker of the House, who was a horrible Speaker of the House. She should be in jail, 80-something years old. She's out of her league. She probably has early dementia. And she and her husband both cheated on buying stock to make themselves multimillionaires. We had the release of his video, Paul Pelosi, who about a year or so ago was also arrested for driving under the influence. We still don't know who was in the car with him. I want that video to be released also. But the video that was released was of a man, a deranged Democrat, a man who's ascribed to the Democratic beliefs breaking into the home of Nancy Pelosi. Now, I don't know where the police officers were that were supposed to be protecting that house, but I guess they're on a coffee break. But maybe they were had been defunded, since the left is constantly talking about defund the police. But nevertheless, the guy got into the house. Now, I will say this, Andrew, after seeing this video and putting things into perspective, they should have released the video when it first happened. Because when they didn't do it, we were able to assume or think or fill in the missing pieces as to what did happen, considering Paul had recently been arrested for driving under the influence. So when I saw this video, I took a step back and I listened to the 911 call. And I do believe now what he, I don't think there was any nefarious activity taking place on his part. Well, in this instance, okay. Now that's not to say that he didn't know this guy or they had their paths had crossed. Right. I, I don't know. But I will say this. I think that what he was doing with the 911 operator is that he was trying to remain cool, calm, and collective. At the same time, he was trying to give her hints as to what was taking place. I think he was trying to keep this guy calm out of fear that this man could possibly kill me. 
because in listening to the tape, he told her, this is Paul Pelosi. I am the husband of Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House. I don't know if the 911 operator caught on to that, but he kept dropping little nuggets as to, well, no, I don't know the guy, but he says he knows me. And then he, she said, well, is everything okay? Well, he's saying that everything is okay, but I don't know him. And, you know, I got to get off the phone with you because he's saying that I'm probably trying to suggest something to you. So uh, I think I'm okay. Now, I don't know if the person on the other end had the intelligence to figure out what was happening. Because she then said, well, no, sir, if you're not comfortable, I'll stay on the line with you until the police arrive. And then Paul said, well, he wants me off and I want him to stay calm. So he was trying to let her know, no, I don't know this guy. There's something that's happening here that shouldn't be happening. Now, because they are trying to defund the police, I don't know if they had the right operator on the other end. See, this is what happens when you start trying to defund and take away money and then use that money to help illegal aliens. And you know what? The guy who broke into the house, he was an illegal alien. Stop saying that he was a migrant. No, he was illegally in the United States from Canada, another place that's challenged with making the law work for its citizens. But this guy who was a nudist, and I got to say, Andrew, he was a big guy. I mean, when I first saw the picture of him, I thought, okay, maybe a little guy, five, five. This was a huge, humongous guy. Right. So I guess he wasn't buying into the whole liberal ideology of you know don't eat this only eat worms and crickets and bugs no he was he was eating more than that and he was a nudist and it's always amazing how these nudists are people with bad bodies right I mean, why can't we get a nudist that has a fit body this guy he's not missing any meals and he's probably making up extra meals okay? i still think he was having uh, nefarious activities with paul pelosi yeah <laughs> Like you said, perhaps not this time, but another time for sure. No one is that calm if just some <laughs> random stranger breaks into your house. You're just there smiling, drinking. It's like, come on, man. Give me a break. I don't know. I don't know, Andrew. Because, I mean, I would like to think that I could be that cool, calm, and collective. But I got to give it to Paul. I mean, after listening to the tape, I think he was trying to remain cool so that this guy would not kill him. I mean, because the guy, clearly, we saw him breaking into the house. And then Paul comes downstairs. And that's another thing I got to say. I thought Paul might have been in his tidy whities No, he was in black briefs, uh, old man briefs, boxer. No, not briefs, but boxer, boxer shorts, because we saw his little skinny white legs. But uh, no, I think that I, I do believe that this was probably in this instance. I don't know if their paths had crossed before, was on the up and up. I do believe that Paul was trying to save his life because he kept telling the operator, my wife is, this is who my wife is, and this guy saying this. But like I said, I don't know if the 911 operator had the, if she had the training, necessary training to see what Paul was doing. And then I saw the video of this guy. Uh, yep, Paul had a drink. I think he was probably trying to calm the guy down not knowing why this guy was there. But again, where was private security? Security Paul, should have been there. We didn't know like Paul likes to party. Was he hammered at the time? Was this uh, ever addressed, I wonder? Was what? Was he always oh, he hammered? Oh, right. That We don't know if it's blood alcohol level. We know that when he was arrested the previous summer that he had been, you know, like on the wild side. And we still don't know who was in the car with him. 
But the other thing that I found interesting about this is that when the police opened up the door, so I can see why he was cool, calm, and collective. He was like, oh, well, no, there's nothing here. Do you know this guy? Well, he said, he says, he says that I know him, that he knows me, but I, I, I don't know him. Again, trying not to aggravate the guy. But when that guy took the hammer and went at Paul Pelosi, I got to say, Paul is lucky to be alive today. And the police officers, why didn't they stun the guy? They saw the guy with a deadly weapon. And then Paul goes, hey, 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 hey. He grabs the guy's hand. Why at that moment, why didn't the police officers tase him or shoot him? Why did they allow him to hit Paul upside the head? That question has not been put out there either. I mean, come on. I mean, this guy was standing there and then Paul grabs his hand. I would think that at that point, the police would have just like swooned in on him and jumped him. But they allowed him to get a couple of shots at Paul, knock Paul out. I don't know how Paul survived this. I just kept thinking of a massive headache. To be hit in the head with a hammer. Because when you're hit in the head with anything, you're like, whoa. But with a hammer? And Paul had to undergo, undergo surgery. That guy's lucky to be alive. And then he appeared at the Kennedy's uh, Honor Awards, which I think is just a liberal, liberals awarding themselves. Man, I don't know what kind of skull Paul has, but Paul is blessed, lucky. <laughs> It's possible the, the guy, uh, it wasn't, it's possible it wasn't a direct shot of a skull as well, because in the video, you really can't see uh, the connection made. Yeah, but Paul did go down, and I saw right. Paul laying, laying down. I, I mean, maybe right. he hit him in the, well, but, but remember, Paul had to have surgery. He right. had to well, undergo surgery. If he fell down, that it could be from bouncing his head off the ground. Uh, well. that, yep, that's true. He could have, Paul probably was trying to defend himself from being hit in the head and probably stumbled, right. hit his head. But right. the police officers, it, it I looked think like they he definitely, it looked like he definitely got hit. But like you said, if that would have hit him in the skull, that would have like caved his whole head in, it looked like. You would think so. And you would think that once we saw him again, that he would have had a part of the skull missing. But when he appeared at the Kennedy Awards, uh, where Hunter Biden was, Hunter Biden was going around kissing women on the cheeks, and he should be in jail, but that's white privilege for you. You know, police officers won't go after people who have, I mean, admittedly committed a crime because uh -huh. Hunter has said, I don't know why, you know, all these people are coming to me to be on their boards because I don't have the training. But again, this is what happens in liberal societies whereby you have, you have defunded the police. They don't have the necessary training to keep from beating up a 6'3 skinny black man. Black police officers, maybe the focus should be on police officers as a whole, getting them the training that they need. Because I think had they had the training, when the policemen appeared at Nancy Pelosi's house, they would have immediately said, okay, sir, stand down, get back. But they were like, oh, what's happening here? But again, maybe the 911 operator told the police, well, there's he saying that he doesn't know him, but one guy says that he does so that shows you she didn't have the training because I would think she would have said, you know, there's something suspicious here. You need to check it out. Had I been a police officer, I would think that I would have opened the door and said, sir, why do you have that uh, hammer in your hand? Uh -huh. Maybe they thought there was some weird sexual activity that was going to take place. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. Back to uh, Tyree Nichols. Um, we talked about how the crime was obvious from these five police officers. I'm not five, sure. Wait, wait, Andrew. Five black police officers. It's five important black to put that police officers. Yes. I'm not sure of uh, Tennessee state law, but do you think this could be a death penalty case? 
No, I don't think I don't think so. I, I don't think this is a death penalty case. I think that they will probably go away for some time. I'm hearing that they're saying that one of them will probably uh someone's gonna get a murder a deal. charge and not just like a manslaughter charge though. Well, uh, you, you I, well I think the charges there's a possibility that the charges could be upgraded depending on what's happening in the community because we know that the prosecutor and we don't know what kind of prosecutor it is a district attorney he could be some woke guy they will go to the family and say hey this is what we have under the law this is what we can do they do have these discussions with uh the family now what is going to happen i think is that will one of the cops uh say okay i'm going to just say hey what i did was wrong i'm going to cop a deal so that i can get out of this Hopefully that will happen. And if it does, you know, they could be looking at getting less time. And if that happens, of course, Antifa, which whose members are privileged white kids and bougie black kids, will probably tear up the town. Although the mom is saying don't do it. Now, what you bet, Memphis, the city of Memphis, will probably give this family probably a couple of million dollars. Uh, and I think deservedly they should in this instance unlike George Floyd's family, who shouldn't have gotten all that money, because George Floyd, I mean, you got to, let's just admit it, he had a hand in his own death. I mean, I know people don't want to hear that, and I know that's not a popular thing to say, but I mean, he contributed to it as well, albeit Derek Chauvin should have removed his knee from the man's neck the same way woke white liberals and bougie blacks should remove their knee from uh, the neck of right. black people here in the community. But I think that one of those officers will more than likely cop a deal. Now, Andrew, just going back to Nancy Pelosi, I wonder if – is it CBS who fired the uh, – NBC. NBC. I mean because when you look at this, this guy didn't say anything that was bad. He didn't make any innuendos. He reported the truth, and he got fired. He had the most accurate report of anyone on right. any of the mainstream media networks, and they decided to, to suspend him. Right. Total bubble standard. And uh, Tyree Nichols, um, it's a really good thing. I think that, that, well, it's never a good thing. It's a horrible situation. But I think it's better that this happened here at the end of uh, January instead of in a month like June or something. Because uh, I think they'd be protesting, rioting, looting all over the country, not just in Memphis. Well, I'll, if, I'll say if this. the weather were better, yeah. I mean people here in chicago aren't going to go out and <laughs> protest in 10 degrees with the wind blowing you know well you gotta you gotta think back as, as i said the way they released these two videos nancy pelosi and then tyree nichols it was as if though there was like some major stage production oh we're gonna see and this is what's gonna happen it's gonna be at this time why didn't they just release it on monday morning why did they wait tonight why didn't they do it during the morning and then the other thing is you think about george floyd when they released that that had happened i think in january and then we found out about it later on so again the timing of all this all this is always time by these lefties. They time it so they can get the they can milk it that in a way that it will suit them, that it will help them. Now I know we're coming up on the hour and there were a, there were a lot of other things here that I wanted to talk about and I guess we'll talk about it next time because one of the things I want our listeners to be aware of is that there was also a white kid who was killed in Arkansas in 2021 by police officers who happened to be white. There was no protest. The city wasn't destroyed. And guess what? Al Sharpton actually gave the eulogy at this kid's funeral. And it was around the same time that Dante Wright was killed. 
So I want to talk about that. We're going to talk about that in our next show because I want to point out to you guys the similarities. Then there was another instance, Andrew, that I was completely unaware of, of a uh, that took place whereby these police officers beat up white police officers beat up a white man, beat the living daylights out of him. He didn't die, but there was no protest, and the media wasn't talking about it. So that just goes to show you that they are selective in the way they report on the news because they want to get a rile out of certain people so that certain people can do damage to the communities. Whereas here, five black police officers, remember that, five black police officers in Memphis killed an unarmed black man. Just remember that. Not just that, but we're also going to give commentary on uh, Roseanne Boylan, who was beaten Ah, to death on January 6th. So a lot to cover still this week on After Dark with Rob and Andrew. Thank you for joining us on After Dark, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or you can go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. <laughs>